from modernizing legacy systems to building innovative enterprise applications, low-code is powering the future of application development. Our podcast series brings perspectives and insights from PEGA and ASEAR experts and industry leaders on why low-code is predicted to be responsible for more than 65% of application development by 2024. Welcome to our first podcast, App Studio. Is this the tipping point? I'm delighted to be joined by René Voigt, a Director of Solution Consulting from PEGA. Good afternoon, Adrian. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Vinit Kitchlu, who's one of ASEA's technical you. leaders engaged at LeastPan. And Lex Reuter, who is the head of PEGA at LeastPan. Hi, Hello, Lex. Everybody. So the background to this session is that we're seeing uh, both PEGA and its customers, uh, specifically LeastPan and Lex, um, really adopting App Studio as the default way of building enterprise applications. That's opposed to the more technical platforms or technical um, uh, areas of the, of the product like Dev Studio. So historically, PEGA has been a very technical platform. So Vinny, how many years have you been working on PEGA for? I think more than a decade for sure. And I think I, when I started, uh, it was fairly technical. Uh, I needed to have a Java background, object-oriented programming, learn a bit of here and there. So it's been a long journey with uh, starting from the five version until the latest, I would say. Yeah, amazing. So when I started my journey back in 2007 and I ended up doing my CSA exam, you know, I really found out you had to be highly trained and highly skilled to work on the PEGA platform. You know, the dark arts of this thing called the class structure, inheritance, uh, declarative indexes, uh, backward and forward chaining. I have to say, I don't even understand any of those then or today. And, um, you know, in 2007, if you wanted to become a certified lead system architect, you'd have to fly to Boston and you'd sit in front of Alan Treffler, the CEO, and Mike Parr, the head of engineering, and others to pass like the bar exam. And that's how technical the platform used to be. Um, so I think, Rene, over the last few years, we've seen Pega investing a lot of time and effort in this App Studio um, interactive interface, allowing people to build um, applications for both professional developers and also citizen developers. And the question I think for us, is this a tipping point now where PEG has got to that maturity in the product that you can build applications without having to go into the technical elements of the platform? So have we reached the tipping point, Rene? Yeah, I think we have, uh, Adrian. You know, um, it, it, it's interesting indeed. We uh, we launched uh, App Studio with uh, release seven point three. That's about five years ago now, and we see a major change. You know, even even for example, a guy like myself, I'm not technical at all, and I lead the presets team for uh, for platform, and uh, and I can develop apps without having that background of of Dev Studio. You know, I, I use App Studio a lot myself in showing customers the product. Probably the best uh, way to to you know to 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 prove that that we have reached that tipping point is by the adoption. Yeah, if you look now, we seen have several customers who have adopted App Studio globally. For example, Ford. Yeah, so I think the tipping point is there, and uh, personally, I think it's it's kind of 
driven by on the on the one hand supply we now have a great tool with app studio but also by demand you know companies need to be faster and faster in developing new applications the backlog on it has been growing so it fits very well in the current climate climate and the current economy so yes we have reached a tipping point uh, adrian so, so Renny, one of the other things I've noticed on all my career with, with Pega, it's always been very keen to get customers enabled in the technology. So is, is App Studio also helping with that because it's easier to, to understand? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, in principle, App Studio is, 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 is true low-code, no-code. Uh, people who understand business, who understand processes, who understand improving business processes can use the tool. Yeah, they can develop their own processes. It's a very easy tool. It's very self-explanatory. And, you know, it's aimed at people without a development background. So, so Vinny, you, you're a very experienced principal architect at CLSA. You've worked around the world with many customers. Now, what's your experience like now with, with working with App Studio, and what does it mean for customers and, and what does it mean for you in your role? I mean, what, how have you found the adoption of using this technology um, in, in the Lease Plan account, for instance? I think uh, it's been a beautiful journey, like, uh, uh, like you knew already that App Studio maybe started somewhere around the 7.34 versions and how it has evolved a lot, right? Like in the beginning, it was just uh, the case journeys, maybe now it's the data objects. You can do end to end stuff, right? Um, uh, I think with the background, uh, with, with Pega being a very technical tool, which can do end to end automation, of course, um, the App Studio part uh, is built for really citizen developers, right? I.e., uh, it's really built for anybody, right? Anybody could come uh, with a basic training and start building stuff. Uh, in essence, what has happened uh, over the period of my uh, learning with App Studio, I've noticed that. I'm more focused towards the business outcomes. I'm concentrating on uh, what my customer wants, what are they looking forward for, and building those journeys right with uh, with them together on the screen, right? And it's benefiting uh, both the customer and the team implementation team because you are quickly seeing your results, right? Not only that ability, you're also also involving your business inside your journeys, right? So they could also come. Okay, I need a step step here. I need a stage here. Now I need to be channel agnostic. Can I go a new channel? Can I do self service? And they can do that right right in front of the screens and themselves, right? So you don't need to be really technical. You can focus on your problems and get the business outcomes delivered using App Studio. Uh, so that's that's the big uh, big uh, advantage I would say I've, I've noticed. And I think also, if you jump in here, I think from a Lisbon point of view, we, we see a, an amazing change in the marketplace and it's moving. The change is really fast now. So we need to act quicker to adapt to that. Um, and, and also not just internally, but also the, the, the environment around us. We also have uh, 29 countries out there need to be stay, stay attached to us. Um, and I think if you look at the speed that asks for a platform that can also be quick, and um, so the, the platform could do everything, was really sophisticated, but it wasn't per se quick. And now we're adding the quick factor by enabling a lot of people and closer to the business. So you're again closing a gap in that translation from uh, yeah, business dreams and, and ideas, translating it back to a, a, a solution. So I think I, uh, I see it when I now look at what we're doing uh, we're we're more and more business driven. Uh, we're not there yet, but we're we're making the right steps, and we're embracing absolutely absolutely to 
yeah, basically to the maximum what it is today. I think so it's, Lex, it's we, good points, Lex, Adrian, so sorry. Um, yeah. I wanted to say, uh, because I recall this all of a sudden, right? Um, we did an experiment uh, because Lex said quickly able to do this, right? So we called all our best principal architects within uh, with our company, also with uh, Leastman, right? And we tried to do build the same application uh, once through Dev, Dev Studio, the normal way, um, and uh, App Studio, the new normal way, right? And we figured out that it's at least three to four times faster than implement, right? We also figured out uh, things which in the past were fairly very technical, like integrations, right? You could do it like in two clicks. Uh, in fact, uh, the funny thing is, uh, I think a couple of weeks back, me and Lex, uh, Lex himself uh, did a quick integration uh, where he could predict uh, uh, the gender, the locality of a name, right? So if you give it uh, why apps to do it, figures out where you're from, what's your gender quickly. And we did it in five minutes, right? And this was not yeah. possible long back. I had to think rule sets. I had to think some sort of stuff, class, and I don't know what. It, I would probably waste five days to get that thing done. Now it's really quick, right? So that's, that's the stuff. You're probably four times faster. And uh, uh, and it, it, it's a powerful, uh, really powerful studio, I would and, say. And I may, maybe not to uh, to ignore all the, the, um, the knowledge and experience in the field, because Dev Studio is still really important. So we still need that to to get the sophisticated uh, dynamics behind it. So this is, I think, the bridge between business and IT and the, the techie side is now in front of us. We can use it and uh, it enables us to to excel quicker. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Lex, obviously, we've worked with you now for over 12 months and I know you've been absolutely passionate around wanting to adopt the new the new way of doing things and, and app studio how have you found finding people in the marketplace that have used app studio i know typically when when we find people to do projects you know everyone says i need someone with six to ten years pega experience it's like well yeah they, they might know seven or six point something but it's different right so yeah. how you know is, is the history relevant and and how are you finding the availability of people that actually understand how to use app studio have done it before yeah, absolutely. Good question, because I think that's when we started um, from a center of excellence point of view, looking at how do we get the right people on the account to make sure the projects are also led uh, with the new way of thinking. Uh, we started with we need really experienced people and we need the, the, the top of the line, all the top guys to really help us put it down the right way. And we noticed that the top guys, which have 10 plus years experience, don't per se have the app studio experience so what i think if we look fast forward to today we're maybe looking at people with um well what we let's say the other way around so we see that younger people with five years experience tend to have more app studio affinity uh and and uh, they're able to jump that quicker uh, than the the old people who are been working with pega for a longer time um yeah. there's absolutely big exceptions like Phineas made that jump with me to really say, okay, what's the maximum, the edges of App Studio to also prove to Lisbon, we, it is there, it is ready to use, and you don't need per se Dev Studio in the first stage. Okay, so Vinny, uh, uh, one of the things that we've discussed in the past as well is um, uh, the changing roles in projects and around how the LBA is becoming very important in the project. and. And the fact that the LBA is using App Studio, you know, through through the the journey of the of the project and the delivery, you know, how have you seen the change in roles and and what it means to delivering Pega projects with using App Studio? 
what's your view on, on, on what that's done to you know the how important the LBA is? What does the LSA do in the role and and the kind of dynamics it makes in a project delivery? Yeah, I think it's an important thing because uh, if you notice in the past, uh, the projects are very LSA driven, right? So LSA would be in the front seat. Of course, the LBA is also around uh, taking the DCU and all those kind of stuff. But LSA was responsible for creating creating these case types, class journeys and all those kind of stuff. So the focus was more there, right? But if you see in the recent part with App Studio, it's more or less the LBA driving the project. The reason being uh, the, the LBA is the closest to the business. They are understanding the users. So more or less understanding the business outcomes really well, right? Now, why are the App Studio? The LBA can actually complete the entire stuff. Uh, not only the journeys, the integration, the data modeling, the, the views and a lot of stuff. So while the LBA is collecting the user stories, they're also building these stuff along with our customer, right? Uh, if at least one specific example, right? Like we're building an onboarding platform where the LBA is actually building the entire skeleton. I would say 80% of the stuff, right? Now, where does the LSA or the technical team come in? Uh, we might have something very complex in nature, right? So for example, uh, we need to parse something or we need to uh, you know, do a natural language processing or decisioning ability. That's when the LSA and the technical team come in and then they use the dev studio and then enhance this stuff, right? Uh, during this journey, we also make sure that we do something known as a feature-based design. Uh, what that means is um, sometimes it could happen that uh, the LBAs themselves uh, can't use uh, certain tech, uh, they can't build certain technical features, right? So the LSAs would build reusable uh, uh, accelerators for them. And then that becomes a feature for the LBA, right? So the next module maybe they're doing or the next application, they already know there is an accelerator here. I can plug and play, right? So the the the, the current landscape, the LBA is leading the project. The LSA is enabling the uh, LBA to deliver it together, right? So that's also how maybe good there. good to mention here that the, the reusable accelerators are available from App Studio, so you can actually Ex reach them there. And, oh, and yeah. that okay. that that when that. When you start building up that repository of accelerators, you you start actually even even more increasing your speed. Yeah, I think Adrian, one point uh, yeah, which I would like to say, um, like I said, I think in the past I was spending a lot of time on the class design and integrations and a lot of kind of stuff, rule sets. I don't know what, right? Like so many stuff. Probably uh, takes my three weeks of time during the inception, right? But here you you start right from the first minute of your inception. You click a button, app, app Studio creates an application. You don't need to worry about anything. In the background, the engine is running and creating those class structure rules, rule set, hierarchies, layered, everything, right? And then you just tell the tool, I need an accelerator or a reusable asset, and then just start building your processes around that, right? So you don't need to worry what's happening in the behind. The tool is taking care of that. that that's why uh, the LBA uh, could do end-to-end -end stuff uh, along with our customer, right? Yeah, so, so Rene, are we seeing... Sorry, Rene, are we seeing... Um, Customers build really complex case enterprise case solutions using App Studio, or is it more limited to smaller projects? Well, we, we see a mix. To be honest, we, we we see really three categories. We still see the complex projects, and that that's probably the the really tough uh, processes. That's probably still where you know. We see companies starting with App Studio, but like Lex was saying, there's still a need a lot for for the use of of Dev Studio. We see the other uh, extreme, which is simple uh, applications, simple processes. There we see adoption of about you know people really using 90 to 95 percent App Studio. Uh, for example, you know, Ford, which I mentioned earlier, has really enabled citizen developers now using App Studio only. 
uh, and they also use Apps Factory to manage it and to govern govern it to to create simple applications. But probably the area where we see the biggest interest is is what we call fusion uh, development, which is really the, the kind of middle ground, and and that's where we see uh, IT working together with business like you uh, described, Finit, uh, really in a cooperative way to develop together and to 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 basically do it iterative. So you know develop something, go back, review, and go back again. And that that's really powerful because with that, we also see innovation growing. We see new ideas growing. And it's really, you know, that that's really taking up now. And, and I think that's a, that's, a, that's a brilliant thing. So we see a mix, uh, but DevStudio is still there. On the other hand, yeah, def definitely we see also kind of the, the other extreme uh, where companies are, are, are going uh, or you get true citizen developers uh, developing without using DevStudio at all. Fantastic. So Lex, do you ever see people like, well, you ever see citizen development in, in lease plan, do you think, or is that uh, no, just not on the agenda? For now, it's not on the agenda. I, I do see once the repository I just mentioned of reusable assets is is, is growing, uh, then I can imagine with some boundaries, we can start offering that to the to the, the citizens in, in Lisbon. But uh, I think we need to yeah get to a, a next level of maturity, uh, also organization-wise with PEGA internally, and just get to the next step first. Uh, and then um, I, I do envision with boundaries. I don't believe in the free formats, have fun with the platform. I do believe in the, um, if, if, the if the known, the people who really know the stuff create the, the accelerators and that we offer to them people who can click them together. That 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 model, I, I think, um, yeah, definitely it's on the horizon. And, and I think also with uh, Cosmos React and um, a theme Cosmos might even be uh, still part of it. Is your your this is also um, it, it, some people say it's limiting your ability to offer everything to the, your clients, but it's also it's also supporting this this low code movement because the pe the people working on it don't have the freedom to mess it up uh, and and they they stay in boundaries as long as we keep the boundaries wide enough so they're happy um i think we're going to be really successful fantastic yeah well uh, sorry Vinny. yeah it's a pattern based development like uh, lex mentioned right so the chances of you doing errors uh, against the guardrails and a lot of other stuffs are taken out because you're inside that boundary and then the tool is guiding you through the experience and all this kind of stuff uh, with this app studio this one uh, because when you club app studio with cosmos react the power is endless, right? The reason I say that, because it's built on top of TX API version two. So that means the way App Studio is communicating to your portals also is by DX API version two and constellation. So it really becomes channel agnostic. So you build it once, you configure your views, and it can go to Salesforce, it can go to your front end via SDK, it can be your native uh, um, screens, it could be web embedded um, for your self service, all those kind of stuff, right? Yet staying in the pattern, and the beauty is the pattern is taking care of that development and how you want to present your UI in different screens, that's taken care by of, uh, by your front end, right? So within lease plan, if you'd say we have something known as the velocity, which is basically looking after how things should look like, the branding, the color, the button should look like this. We don't worry about that. We build our stuff in Pega and why are the DXAPN version two uh, 
SDK, the SDK talks to the velocity uh, SDK and then they communicate and make each other understand how it should look like in the least line website, right? And these are all powerful stuff. And I must tell you, you can't uh, do any of these uh, from the Dev Studio. You must do everything from the App Studio to, uh, to enable this. And the reason being, uh, like Lex said, it, it has to be in a boundary because if you do certain things outside the stuff, then you're doing custom coding and that might break uh, the, the reusable asset, right? Thank you. So I think I, on behalf of Saya and, and obviously with Lee Span and Pega here, I think all three of us believe that um, we have reached the tipping point. I mean, I think Pega's now in a position where you can build enterprise applications, low code, um, without the years and years of experience and having to be you know, a rocket scientist, to be quite frank. Um, so it's a really interesting time. Um, Ray, thank you for your time today. Lex, as You're well, welcome. thank you on yep. behalf of Lee Span and Vinit. Thank you for your support. Um, uh, we look forward to doing another podcast soon. Take care. Cool. Great. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone.